Welcome to Pedagog, a podcast about teachers talking writing. I'm your host, Shane Wood. In this episode, Anthony Linsa talks about writing about writing, teaching at two-year colleges, and student perceptions on labor-based grading. Anthony Linsa is a Latinx educator and scholar. As a lecturer at UC San Diego and local community colleges, he teaches first-year composition courses. His current work is focused on writing about writing, writing-related transfer, and equitable assessment practices, specifically labor-based grading. His writing has been published in journals such as California English and WPA Writing Program Administration. He also has a forthcoming chapter to be released in Effective Alternative Assessment Practices in Higher Education. Anthony, thanks so much for joining us. You teach in a few different contexts, from working at UC San Diego to local community colleges in the area. Can you talk to me more about your approach to teaching writing and how that approach shifts depending upon your institutional context? Yeah, well, first, I just want to say thank you, Shane, for having me on the podcast. I'm a, a huge, huge fan um, and really love the, the work that you do. And congratulations on, on your book, Shane. Uh, I think, you know, like I said, the work you're doing is so amazing and I'm looking forward to, to continue reading. So thank you. Yeah, I'm getting to that question. One thing that I really love about our profession is that we can continually challenge ourselves to, to grow and or maybe we are challenged to grow and change our teaching practices. But when I first started teaching as a PA and as a lecturer, uh, I used a, um, a themed approach within first year composition. And you know, that's where you have a sort of just general topic and all the activities, um, readings and writings uh, revolve around that topic. Um, and that was a lot of fun. But as of late, this approach has really been changing for me. And I think a big part of it comes from feeling this sort of tension between that course theme and discussions around writing. And I never felt like I could really make those two things gel or work well together. I felt like one always took over the other. And more often than not, it was the theme kind of taking over um, instead of the, the writing. And a lot of these questions led me to uh, Wardle and Down's work, especially on writing about writing, uh, their article, you know, writing misconceptions and Wardle's uh, genres especially were instructive for me. And a lot of what I read from those articles from them and, and others uh, made a lot of sense to me. I kind of just clicked. Um, you know, oh, instead of thinking about a theme within first year comp, the whole course will be focused on writing, on these questions around identity, um, around genre, around uh, discourse communities, and um, getting students to see that writing is not only something that we do, but also something that we study. And so that's been a lot of fun. Uh, I'm about six to seven weeks in into a, a writing about writing course this semester and primarily doing it right now at a Grossmont a community college and it's yeah the full writing about writing approach seeing the way that students are reacting to having these conversations one of the things that I'm consistently hearing is oh I um, wish I would have known this as sooner like in high school or middle school it's been really fun having those conversations with students and like I said, for me, this is just making sense right now. And I don't want to suggest that like this is the one right way to teach first year comp uh, or, or that if you use themed courses, you know, that's necessarily wrong. Um, but for me specifically, 
this has been uh, really helpful in sort of my teaching practices. Elizabeth Wardle was was really helpful in getting me to think through these ideas. Uh, she was real generous with her time. I got to have a conversation with her over Zoom and talk about um, these ideas that I've been thinking about. And so, yeah, looking forward to, to continue this. Um, to get to your second part of the question, uh, how might my approach shift depending on the location that I teach at? Uh, this is something I've been thinking a lot about as of late. Um, at one of my teaching contexts, I can fully enact a writing about writing course. But at another one, I have to fit it in within this themed approach. And this has been really interesting to me. You know, I eventually want to get into WPA work down the line. And I've been really curious to think about these questions around how a writing program um, can meet its own outcomes and goals and values while also balancing, you know, autonomy for uh, instructors. And so I can definitely see the benefit to, to both approaches, maybe full autonomy in one and shared curriculum in the other, or a mixture of those two approaches somewhere down the line. But moving forward, I, I really want to, I'm interested to talk to, to more WPAs and see what are their thoughts and challenges around uh, this sort of work and around these questions. Anthony, I would love to hear you talk more about how your students are responding to this writing about writing curriculum at Grossmont Community College. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think that's a really great question. Um, one of the big things that I'm noticing is that students are, um, especially because we have such big conversations around genre uh, to, to begin the class, that students are really taking up this approach with genre um, or these ideas around genre. And not only thinking about genre like within novels, like you know you have mystery or action or whatever else it might be, but they're thinking about the writing that they're doing with text messages, with social media posts, with um, GoFundMe pages or whatever else it might be as genres. And so, and I really love that because it helps students see that they're writing for specific audiences in those cases, that they have a certain context that they have uh, various, you know, purposes that they're trying to achieve, and getting them to see um, that they're already doing that work of writing within various genres allows them to see writing within various academic disciplines as sort of similar. It's like, oh, well, I need to learn how to do these things. You know, I'm not a bad writer because I don't know how to do them. I need to learn this specific genre or um you know the specific values of the discipline and so on and so forth um, so that's been really really great every time a student mentions genre i just get like a little <laughs> smile on my face i'm like oh cool cool <laughs> you have also worked closely with southwestern college a public two-year college in chula vista california do you mind talking about your experiences at southwestern college and how that has shaped your approach to teaching maybe you could talk about how these different institutional context inform your vision or your future vision for writing program administration? Yeah, definitely. Um, my time at Southwestern College was really informative um, for me in terms of just becoming an instructor uh, in my own classroom. So I did work as a writing center tutor for quite a while, but I also worked as a writing center um, or writing embedded tutor in classrooms. And so um, I got to see, you know, uh, lots and lots of different professors in the classroom 
teaching in, in multiple ways. Um, and that for me was just transformative because I got to see the things that I thought, oh, I could definitely try that out. And some things that maybe um, wouldn't work so well for me and not even like in a negative way, but just in the sense that, you know, oh, that wouldn't work with my personality or with my um, teaching uh, ideals or beliefs or whatever else it might be. Um, and so, uh, so when I got to the, to the classroom as a TA for like the first time, I felt like I was almost weirdly like ready and prepared. <laughs> um, and I know that's kind of goes against, um, uh, you know, a lot of what, what people say, but, but I did, I feel like that experience early on at Southwestern really uh shaped me and helped transform um what i do in the classroom so i'm really thankful for for that work and as a as a tutor one of my favorite things to do now as an instructor is just sitting down with a student in conferencing and working one-on-one -on -one with them uh, to really help them develop their ideas um and you know getting them to see um that their thoughts have value, that they can contribute something to to a conversation. So that work is is really uh, meaningful. Anthony, was there a aha moment in this educational background that that you felt like rhetoric and composition and the teaching of writing was the direction you wanted to take? Yeah, I um, I think for sure it definitely happened in the community college setting. Um, that's sort of where it started for me, where. A professor, you know, recommended me for. Um, I was going down a different career path at the time, but recommended me for for tutoring. He's like, "Hey, you're pretty good at this writing stuff," um, and you know, and and so that really took me down the path of like, even though I didn't have a language for it, I thought it was literature at the time that I was uh, looking to get into. But it was actually a retcon and writing and these questions around. Um, you know, community with writing and genre and all these uh, ideas. And so that was a really uh, big, impactful moment for me because, you know, I didn't have a good experience in high school with writing at all. Um, I was actually always really scared to write. And even going into college, uh, I was terrified to, to put my voice out there um, and really... Um, communicate my ideas and so uh, for the professor to say that was was impactful for me and and so you know wanting students to see that they have um, meaningful things to say and can you know really make positive impact uh, with their writing as um, has been uh, you know just kind of one of the driving forces <laughs> for me um I'll share one student example that I had recently that I thought was um, uh, pretty great. The student talked about how he felt like he wasn't a good writer. Um, and yet he talked about writing uh, these like social media posts where he reached a large audience, um, writing these uh, sort of uh, poems that really touched a lot of people. And I was like, wow, like, you know, how do you not think of yourself as a good writer? I think, you know, you're a fantastic writer. And really what he was pointing to was not being a good writer in academic context. But even that was something that we pushed back on, or I hope to have helped him push back on. Um, and we can, you know, really explore those ideas within that, that writing about writing course. And so 
uh, getting them to see that, you know, you have a lot to say and um, in different situations, you know, too. Um, so, so that was, that was, uh, yeah, one of the, one of the things. And, and I really just love the, the writing community, uh, you know, on Twitter, everyone's been so great in terms of sharing their ideas or their resources or, um, lending a helping hand whenever, you know, I have a question and, um, you know, like I mentioned earlier, earlier with Elizabeth Wardle, just being able to talk to her. Or even before that, like a Salinoy, just having conversations with him. And I am, you know, I know there's a lot of uh, issues, you know, with, with any work, uh, but I'm, I'm really thankful to be part of a community that is um, just so generous. Uh, and so I couldn't think of a better uh, community to, to, to be a part of. You recently graduated with your MA in English with an emphasis in rhetoric and writing studies at San Diego State University. The title of your thesis is Student Perceptions of Labor-Based Grading and First-Year Writing Courses. I would love to hear more about this research study and what you learned about labor-based grading. Yeah, just to like provide a little bit of context for uh, for this question or, or you know why I chose to do this study. I was coming from teaching at the high school level where a lot of um, my conversations with students were focused on grades and uh, instead of writing. And so um, that kind of led me to uh, to Peter Elbow's work on, on contract grading and then uh, Mike Rose and his ideas on identity and grades um, and how they're negatively impacted. And then more recently, a Sal and Noy's work um, on labor-based grading. And so I went into my first class as a TA wanting to not grade or, or do something differently, something with more compassion. Um, and that was a little bit more equitable. And so um, I did layer-based grading for two semesters as a TA. And after that, I, I was really loving my experience so much that I wanted to just join the conversation, uh, you know, that that others were having and also to get a sense of what my students were thinking about this assessment method. You know, I had to ask them in the class and generally it was favorable, but I wanted to do some of that work um, through this project as well. And I was noticing at the time there weren't a whole lot of, uh, there wasn't a whole lot of student input within the scholarship on layer-based grading. And so I wanted to contribute a little bit of that. There's been more now, um, but, but this is one way that I felt like, oh, I can, do a teacher inquiry, you know, qualitative study where I can really learn about their uh, their thoughts. And um, from this study, there came three big sort of findings. One of them was that um, students had less anxiety uh, in the writing classroom. They felt like, uh, you know, it was very clear what they needed to do to get an A in the classroom or to get whatever grade they contracted for. And so that was uh, very freeing for a lot of them, um, just to give them a sense of like control. Um, and I think just less anxiety is good right now in, in any sort of context. You know, we're, we have the pandemic that we're still in and, um, you know, the mass shootings and, and everything else. And so I just feel like students are, are very, traumatized right now and are, are dealing with so much um, that any chance that that I can 
get to, to offer them a little bit less anxiety in a classroom is, is something that I'm really happy about. Um, and so that was, that was really, really nice to hear. Uh, the other thing um, that I found is that students uh, felt like they had more freedom with their writing. Um, and if this wasn't my first time doing like a qualitative uh, research paper, uh, you know, I, I came from a um, degree in, in English, uh, like literature and a BA. And, and then I found out about this direct comp stuff. And I was like, oh, this is really fascinating. No. <laughs> so if it wasn't my first time doing a sort of teacher inquiry qualitative study, I would have dug a little deeper with this question um, in terms of freedom with the writing. Um, but I, but one of the things that they said is that they felt like they weren't uh, beholden to to a rubric and they could really write. Um, they didn't have to match the, the professor or instructor's exact, uh, you know, ideals for writing. Um, and so that was, that was interesting to see. Um, I think part of that stems from like within my own classes, I didn't use uh, or I don't use uh, rubrics. Instead, I use sort of like checklists um, that are sort of uh, co-constructed. And so maybe a part of that question or their responses comes from that as well. Um, but but that was, you know, just interesting to see that that they felt like they had more freedom with their writing, which I think is, is a positive. Um, and the, the last thing that I noticed is that uh, a fewer number of students felt like this um, layer-based grading system allowed for more uh, diversity or, or more uh, various language practices. Um, and they also felt like they, they weren't um, punished for not meeting the, you know, quote unquote standard uh, writing, you know, um, or ideologies. And so um, I had one student specific who talked about his experience in high school and, you know, just feeling very um, not smart for for not meeting standard, you know, language practices. And, uh, you know, coming into this class saying that he felt like he wasn't uh, punished for, for not meeting that standard. And in fact, he could kind of take his writing in his own unique way. And um, so, and you know that that gave me a lot of hope because that was one of the things that I was was going for with you know and a lot of the stuff that Asao uh, Anoy talks about as well with this um, assessment method and so I was really happy to see that come through in, in the study. Thanks, Anthony, and thank you, pedagogue listeners and followers. Until next time.